freemusic.com. Hello and welcome to the Hacking Podcast. ABH, always be hacking. I'm Gareth Lyons and this is your mini-sode for the week. Uh, the other episodes have gotten crazy long, so the term mini is relative, really. Um, these ones are a bit more discursive. They're kind of like an essay or clean up. You might hear me sounding like I'm reading out of screen a bit more, which is true. I don't have anybody to bounce off of, so it'd be good to have my ideas in some sort of order. Otherwise, you'll just hear me humming and hawing. So, two things to get to today. We'll start off with the clean up, as I said there and clean it's a clean up as usual i listened to my awful voice from last week's episode and it dislodges some things i forgot to say or other musings i wanted to add uh last time we had the brilliant john walsh on to talk about the terrible simpsons episode in the name of the father i only really watched the episode with john and i didn't do any research half because i didn't think there was much to it and in any event i didn't really care if there was um but looked up wikipedia and there was some little notes i found out afterwards so here they are Number one, written in 2007, it was delayed in production by the 2007 to 2008 writer's strike, pretty much confirming my theory about the pre-recession script delivery. Okay, number two, in a true testament to how much Ireland loves the Simpsons and how we love our American betters, a team of Simpsons creatives and Nancy Cartwright were given a flight, oh sorry, were given a float in the Dublin St. Patrick's Day Parade and the episode was screened in the lighthouse. So that was kind of an interesting thing. I wonder how much they charge for that. Further news in the world of Irish Simpsons. My favourite podcast, Chapo Trap House, had an interview with former Simpsons showrunner Bill Oakley, where the, he, well, where they, I mean, he kind of, by implication, just because he was there, praised the Irish Simpsons fan page um, for being the best Simpsons meme page on the internet. Um, of course, Hack Inc. have a hostile working relationship with ISF. Well, we don't work together, but it's a hostile working relationship dating uh, back week since they deleted the post I made of this podcast without any reason given. Luckily, with the latest acquisition of Fox by Disney, the passing of Article 13 into EU copyright law, and the announcement of the Walt Disney Company cracking down on making more concerted efforts in regards infringement of their intellectual property, I don't think they'll be a competitor for much longer. I can't believe it. The system works. Um, Speaking of the Disney acquisition, John and I speculated about what a reboot of The Simpsons might look like. I floated the idea of a Beano-style reboot, where the train keeps going, but things just change, while keeping on the same relative theme. Maybe wishful thinking, but perhaps Disney, who are famous for similarly-themed Star Wars relaunches, maybe they might be interested in giving one of their biggest properties a shot of life with a more adventurous artistic team. Even get rid of the voice actors because they seem to care about as much as the rest of us do from the sounds of it. Also, the writing team needs a shake-up, he said to himself without doing any research. As no sooner than the last hack episode was released, I noticed a headline on the AV Club. They were reviewing a Megan Amram episode. Megan Amram, for those not familiar with her, is an incredibly funny and online writer who has written for such shows as The Good Place, Parks and Rec, Silicon Valley, and the hilariously titled... I mean, I, I mean, it's a funny title. I don't know if it's hilarious. An Emmy for Megan. So it turns out Megan has been working as a consulting producer on The Simpsons throughout 2018. So the show might actually have been getting better, but I just didn't know. So I downloaded the episode that she wrote. Um, I think it's the first one that she's credited in writing. The other ones are just, she's a consultant. 
So downloaded the episode, watched it with a friend. I liked it fine and he didn't like it at all. I chalked that up to him not having watched In the Name of the Grandfather recently. Um, but a lot of the stuff in the episode actually addresses a lot of problems I've had with the present day Simpsons. Just a quick insert from me, forgot to mention the name of the episode, it's Bart vs. Itchy and Scratchy, continuing on that amazing trend within The Simpsons of one of the Simpsons family versus something else. So I love that title already, that's already a return to form. The episode follows Bart, basically starting a men's rights organisation after the launch of a female reboot of Itchy and Scratchy. Um, They decide to boycott the first episode of the new show, but Bart ends up being caught on tape laughing at the episode. He's ostracized by his friends and mocked by Lisa for being a hypocrite. Uh, Running away from his former group of allies, he stumbles upon a radical feminist trio who model themselves off of Pussy Riot, um, carrying out pranks against the patriarchy. He's accepted into their ranks, much to the chagrin of Lisa, who knows he doesn't really believe in the cause. Um, I like that they're addressing contemporary issues. I mean, Pussy Riot, maybe not as contemporary as it once was, but still, it's, you know, cool. Online grievance culture, toxic masculinity, uh, but they also take aim at the corporate powers which stoke those debates, especially when you see the episode of Itchy and Scratchy, which people are getting wound up over. It's the same old thing with some wigs and lipsticks thrown on. Um, The episode acknowledges the cynical motives by these companies to make profit, but doesn't change the real emotions that it evokes in these characters who are protective of the things that, oh my god, can you feel it? Having thoughts and opinions on an episode of The Simpsons, being able to discuss an actual present intention, like it was actually written instead of being churned out to fill a quota. It had a story arc, an ending with a message, and I actually laughed a few times. A solid entry, and I'd recommend people seek it out. Uh, Just be aware the flat animation and zombie voice acting are still there. Please, Disney, you have so much. Just throw us a chunk of change at the animation department and buy the actors some steroids or something. The Dingle Animation Festival, an animation festival in Dingle, the beautiful seaside town of Dingle, situated somehow five hours from any capital city. Simply hop in your car with a group of your hottiest friends and with 35 euro each for petrol money, you'll be down in a jiffy. Don't have a car? Not to worry. You can take a rail locomotive for 85 euro round trip as the latest online estimate says. Don't take it easy on that coal, boys. You've arrived at your destination. Welcome to your spacious accommodation. Who's the lucky one who has a bed? Well, the floor is just as cozy here. And at a reasonable rate of just over 100 euro, you'd be forgiven for asking, What housing crisis, Mr. Murphy? Go on, our boys in blue. You've travelled, you've dropped your bags off, and now with your food bought and eaten, you're ready to experience the Dingle Festival delights. (laughs) Whoa, slow down, Billy. Have you got everything you need? You submitted for your awards at a mere 35 euro a pop? You have? Good fellow. And what about your 450 euro festival pass? Oh, you have 85 euro student pass. Congratulations. What? You're unemployed? Well, we we accept all all sorts here. Alright, Billy, now you're ready to hit that awards show. Simply provide your 85 euro ticket fee for you. What's that? You don't have 85 euro? You've spent all your money? Well, better luck next time, Billy. Good work is its own reward, and you'll need to do a lot more of it to get into these awards. In the not-far-off future, maybe Uncle Walt will foot the bill. Billy, there's no need to use language like that. So yeah, the finance part of the festival is kind of shitty, and the back padding inherent in any award show still makes me squirm, but I recommend everyone head down to Dingle. It was a blast hanging out with friends and being unwisely drunk around industry types. 
Thingil is absolutely gorgeous and always worth a visit. I was extremely heartened by how many people came up to me and talked about the podcast, uh, particularly third level people, and particularly anyone who came up saying I needed to be way more careful about what I say. Genuinely there, it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but uh, you know, when people show either a level of praise or um you know concern for your well-being both are are very much appreciated and you feel like you exist um because um i mean something that kind of came up a little bit when i was in dingle is there was some sort of animation art auction taking place and hearing like the amounts of money that were being dropped at this thing knowing that people had spent so much to get there already um you know that's fair enough i'm not begrudging anybody for having a good time and spending the money but it was just like when you're you know not sure if you're able you're like you're able to make rent by the end of the month or you know things like this and and um you know going down to these things can be a bit of a luxury um as most students and the unemployed can attest to um it's just very alienating you don't feel like you're part of the crew or the group and uh, just have some people come up and say hey I heard your thoughts on animation and I either agree with them or I'm concerned that you might be shooting yourself in the foot Um, it is nice to feel like you exist so uh, thank you very much I'm going to try and keep continuing this podcast uh, as long as I can Um, so for the people who came over to me and said they love the podcast I want to thank you by saying I hated when a speaker implied the student night was for the kids and the industry awards are for the adults. I also hated the prohibitive pricing scheme and that there was the weird emphasis placed on burnout culture, which we will definitely come back to in a later episode. Thank you. For the people who said they were concerned that I was saying stuff which is ruining my reputation, I want to thank you by redacting the rest of this episode. Thank you.